0: Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. It's time.
1: Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rob Taylor, a.k.a. The opinion of Gotham. You are listening to Geek Vibes Live!
2: Welcome, Geek Vibes Nation, to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. I am your host, Juwan, Um, and welcome to another... I just said that. I don't know why I was going to say that again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nick.
0: What's going on, Nick? What's up? I just want to say, like, this episode in particular... It goes out to all the babies, mamas, 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 right, mamas. (laughs) 100%. Uh, Happy Mother's
2: Day, everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I I want to echo that Happy Mother's Day to both of our moms, the whole Geek Vibes Nation's moms, and everyone else's moms on the planet. Um, it's funny because like I forgot today was Mother's Day because all my mind was (laughs) on was Game of Thrones. So I was just like, Yeah, Game of Thrones Day. And then I game saw guns, a like, oh, crap. Three game
0: sevens, like,
2: woo! Yeah, it's a, it's a great a busy day. day. It's yeah. a super busy day.
0: Um, <laughs> but, we should have three um, game sevens, but we'll get to that on Tuesday. <laughs>
2: it, we should. We absolutely should, but can't stop that Curry magic. Rockets are gonna rocket, baby. Rockets is just gonna rocket, man. I told you before, Nick, I had no faith in those two. Uh, I but right, I was with you. You were right with me, man. Let's get into some trailers. Uh, speaking of new, we have new trailers from Spider-Man, Watchmen, and It Chapter 2. Let's start with Spider-Man. Um, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. I love the disclaimer at the beginning. I love the yes, disclaimer coming very from Tom Holland. Right. And I love it coming from Tom Holland. Um, the guy who in cannot <laughs> keep it. Yes. Essentially from the guy who cannot keep a secret, you're telling him to reveal <laughs> a secret. Um I didn't even no, think about was, that.
0: That is golden.
2: Right? That that'd be like if an Avengers movie came out and Ruffalo was like, "Hey, listen. Right.
0: Like if you didn't see
2: it, it's like you you're the last person I want to hear." Kind of swearing <laughs> me into secrecy. Um yeah. but yes, this was uh an amazing trailer. I will say I think a lot of this movie um is going to shock us and I think the reason why I come to that is this is the second trailer. Um, And, again, I want to stress this because a lot of people don't know this. Feige had begged Sony not to drop that first trailer um, for obvious reasons, mainly because it's a completely different tone when you watch the first one to this one. Like, nothing made sense with that first trailer. Um, Everything makes sense with this one. Um, So he had begged them not to release it, but they're like, we got to market. We got to market. We got to do something. So we'll put it out. We just won't allude to anything. But to us, it was like, all right, well, first of all, Spidey was was gone. A lot of these people were gone. Like, now they're just back. And, like, you don't speak on it, no one kind of hints about it. But the trailer still felt fun, seeing Mysterio fully costumed, seeing the jokes. um, The check with Pepper's name on it and not Tony's. Like, there was a lot about that trailer that was kind of like, Oh man, it kinda of feels like, like you guys are killing Tony and you just ruined that for me. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a lot of maybe you should have just waited. And I remember I think you said it, um, Nick. I, I could be wrong, um, that you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait till after endgame
0: to start the marketing yeah, I did. for this movie. I think both um Joel had, and I said that, yeah. There's just right, there's, there's not I, enough time.
2: Right. And I just kinda of felt like if this was spy, if this was Holland's first Spider-Man movie. Then it's kind of like no, you got to kind of get people on board with him. But since the first one came out, uh we've and seen loved him it. now. Right. We've seen him now not counting in-game and far from home. Four times, I believe. Civil War, Homecoming, uh oh, uh, in in um uh Infinity, Infinity War, so just War. three. So three,
0: right, just 3 and then 4 in- in-game X4, yeah.
2: Right. So it, you've already built the hype for the character. So to me, if you wait, it doesn't... To me, Spider-Man is like Batman. No matter where you put it, no matter how you release it, how, who's playing it, people are going to go see it because they're the most recognizable superheroes. Um, so right. there was no way, excuse me, you waiting would have affected this movie whatsoever. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm curious, I'm going to pass it to you now um, for your thoughts yeah. on the trailer. Um, but I am curious, if they had waited would you have been fine with that and do you still think waiting would have affected
0: it well let me i guess let me lead with that um i think I, I i don't i don't mind that they didn't wait because i i get what you're saying as far as um this trailer being um like actually setting up the movie whereas the other one was just hey we got spider-man back um but, like, I didn't mind it because they didn't really give anything away in it. Even the Pepper um, signing the, the check in that, like, Pepper runs Stark Industries. Like, we all know that. Um, so, like, I didn't even necessarily – like, that didn't make me be like, well, I know Tony's going to die now. Um, like, that – to me, that wasn't um, – I don't know. It wasn't – I th- I think it would have been, like – you know cuz like Marvel likes to like edit their trailers and and to th- throw people off i think it would have been even weirder if they had like like just for the trailer had tony's signature on it like then people would be like oh well tony's not going to die and then we'd have the whole conversation about well you know they could just be doing that like that would have been even weirder to me um but uh i i i do i i i get where you're coming from it would not i would not be upset if this had been like, the first trailer. Um, but I, I did enjoy the first one. Like, I, I mean I, – like, I get where you're coming from, but I, I did enjoy it. Um, I thought it. I thought it was fine. Um, but as far as this trailer, it, it, it definitely sets up where this movie is going. The multiverse, they're bringing it in. I love that they even have Spider-Man, like, say it. Like, you're talking about a multiverse. Like, um and it's like, oh, my God. Like, this is – um. Like, just super, super cool. Um, I I so hope, and and I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, obviously, we won't know until we actually sit down and watch the movie. Um, But I really, really hope that uh, at this point in time, after watching this trailer, that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Quentin Beck Mysterio is not going to be um, just some dude who's – like basically making all this shit up like i kind of hope for more of like um and you know obviously we're always going to have people uh with 22 movies we're always going to have like character arcs to compare it to at this point um but i i kind of hope this is more of like a baron Mordo um story um and they could even like have him make the hill turn within the movie and have that resolved um but i really hope that uh like at the beginning like you know he actually is on their side um and it's not just a ruse um because i i i just the the interactions that you get in this trailer with Jill and Hall um and uh and, uh um uh shit, holland uh I just think it's it's great like i I love their seeming rapport together uh, and i'm I'm just super excited to see that and you know even if it if it does turn out that you know He's been kind of manufacturing all this stuff all along. Um, At least we'll get, like, seemingly, like, the first or price up to two acts of, like, them teaming up and everything. Um, But that that aspect of the movie seems awesome. Um, Like, probably my favorite part is just um, the setup that they had where, you know, uh, uh, Beck asks Spider-Man, like, you know, what do you want? And he's like, I just want to, like, fucking tell us this chick, like, how I feel about her. And I, like, cut to him, and he's like, he's like, MJ, I'm – and she's like, Spider-Man? It's pretty obvious, dude. Like, um, <laughs> I love that. I just I, – I love that, like, A, she's not stupid. She could piece it together. And, you know, we all talked about that um, after watching uh, uh, um, Homecoming as far as, like, dude, like, she knows. Like, at the end of that movie, she's, like. Uh, like, her little quips that, it, like, gets him all nervous, uh, like, she knows. Um, and just, like, him, like, obviously, like, Spider-Man showing up uh, to save everybody in D.C., like, dude, like, of course, like, you're definitely Spider-Man, like, we know. Um, and so I, I loved that aspect of it. Um, obviously, like, having Nick Fury and Maria Hill back I think is great. Uh, I, I love both of those characters. Um, a lot i 'm hoping Maria Hell has a bigger role because she hasn't really had like um really a significant role in any movie, and she probably won't in this one but i 've always like really liked her character um and uh i I look forward to seeing you know how they carve out space for her in this movie and what you know what she does um but yeah I mean just overall i I thought it was great I thought it was charming um the the humor in it seems very very fitting uh and um yeah, just it, it looks great and like I said, the fact that they're using the snap to like tap into the multiverse, like that is um a it's great uh because of how much Spider-Man uh connects into the multiverse as we saw um wow. with the Amazing movie uh Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um and uh also just the setup that it gives you going forward as far as um, you know, the questions that we've been asking for over a year now, which is how do you introduce the X-Men? Um, like it would be one thing, uh, you know, you could introduce the Fantastic Four in any sort of various way. Um, but how you introduce the X-Men is is a lot trickier um, in that obviously, you, you know, you have these characters who are older – um, you know, i.e. Magneto, uh, Professor X uh, that, you know, you would have to they would have to be established mutants um, to be able to, you know, teach these young teams whether it be the X-Men or the Brotherhood of Mutants um, these younger mutants um, so it's not something you could just be like all right, well, the first mutant is had, now has his powers like, well, I mean, what are you going to start with? Um, like, ha- having Professor X be and, and Magneto be the first mutants and then not have the actual X-Men for you know the next twenty years? No you're not you can't do that. so um this kind of opens the door to that, and I think that uh, also makes it you know makes it very interesting to me
2: yeah, I, I will say uh, after seeing this trailer and him mentioning the the multiverse, I remember the first thing I told Joel because I actually saw the trailer with Joel was that if Hulu gets the right. To uh, <clears throat> Netflix Marvel, the best way to explain like where you are present day is to say that all the heroes got snapped, and that each of their individual oh, stories oh
1: yeah have
2: existed have existed for five years. So like Daredevil comes back, Kingpin now owns um, Hell's Kitchen. Like he owns, he's like you know he, he kind of rose like he got he got out of prison somehow with a technicality, right. whether it be, yeah. whether it be like a um. A vigilante is, is who arrested him, mm. not an actual officer, whatever. Right. Um, just the idea of now him existing in a world that's existed without him for five years. Yeah. Hellpitch has been unprotected that, for five dude. years. Um, yeah. You could do the same for Luke Cage, great. Iron Fist. Um, and it'd be great because I told him, I was like, picture how great it would be for Iron Fist's story if Danny disappeared. But um, I can't remember. Colleen didn't. So, like, now she's taken up with right. a new boyfriend. She started a whole new life. And now he comes back to a city he doesn't recognize. Um, It'd be perfect. It'd be the best way to explain what's happened from the time that the episodes ended, uh, like all the seasons on Netflix ended, to you now picking Mm -hmm. it up now. Um, And I think that would be awesome because picture, because the Defenders are like the Avengers of television. So, like, picture not having any Avengers for five whole years. Anything could have happened. Um, in each of their boroughs. So I think that'd be the smartest way to explain that. Uh, and it'll tie in to where the movies are in the events of we're now, everyone's now five years later. Like you can't say like, oh, I took place right before this snap and that's where a new season. No, 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 no. Don't do that. That's a headache. Take place five years later. Um, and it's now everyone, like picture Foggy didn't disappear. And um, what's her name didn't disappear? Only Matt. Like that'd be insane. Like they they'd be like, well, what happened?
0: Um Yeah. Excuse and me. see and, and you know as- what? I think I would have um I would have most of them have been snapped, but I think you could pick and choose the ones who weren't. Like I think it would be super cool for Punisher to have not been snapped, um, and for him to have had we don't have to like tackle it on screen, but we can like mention it or something. Um, for him to have had like a like a Will Barton um uh I'm sorry, Clint Barton. Uh sorry, I'm I've got I've got the Denver game on in the background. So I guess that's where my, my brain went it's well. Okay. <laughs> of having Clint Barton um be uh y- y- having that kind of um lifestyle in those five years and just really having gone full scale into blood and carnage. Um and you know I, I yeah, dude, that's fucking awesome. I had not even thought about that, but that would be um that would be an amazing twist. And the fact that, like, when it first starts, it seems to have they, they seem to have focused a lot um, of mentions on the Battle of New York. So it, it would make sense when you bring it back. Um, even uh, uh, let me say, even though the you know first season of Daredevil didn't start until a few years after uh, Avengers came out, um, right? But it would make sense if you're doing this, say, in 2020 when they get the rights back to these characters. Then you know you could conceivably uh it would it would make sense um both on you know the the connectivity that they use between the battle of new york in the past and mm-hmm. because we're now five years in the future from what 2019 2018 whenever that movie whenever in game supposed to take place um so yeah. 2023 2024 somewhere in there um so like that timetable would make sense um so yeah no i mean i, I think that's a brilliant idea man
2: Um, Yeah, I I told him about that, and then I told him, I said, the way I now want to see, because I remember telling you guys, the best way to introduce Fantastic Four is say, they've always existed, but they've worked for the government, they were doing space uh, and time, like they were doing stuff like that. I'd even Mm -hmm. think it would be cooler if you have them appear in an end credit scene at the end of Doctor Strange, um, to where Strange and Wong are in the, uh, uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum. And all you hear, like, you see, like, this portal opening. And, like, it it doesn't look like theirs. Like, it, it doesn't have the orange around it. It just looks just pretty much like a black hole opening. Um, and all you hear is, like, are we through yet? And then, like, you know, you're like, what what the heck is this? And then all of a sudden you just see John as, um as Reed Richards steps through. And then it just fades to black. And then it's like, could they have done like um, interdimensional travel? Like, is that how they were able to get through to this this world? Um, I think that'd be so much cooler because to me it makes sense. Reed is smart enough to know that like if there is a breach in the multiverse, he could find a way to travel through it to find the right. I know you don't watch the the Flash on um CW, but they've covered multiverse before now. Um, so it's yeah. like your earth is the is the is the start point everything else launches from your earth so it's like everyone wants to figure out where it started so like you could say reed is like you know once he finds out that there's a breach in it he wants to go through and figure out where it started um right. I'd, be, I'd love that like that'd be awesome and at the end of the cool. doctor strange uh, two movie that'd be super cool
0: um right x-men and like it would go ahead. it would you could possibly tie in, you know, Dane's idea of using King the Conqueror um as maybe the the um uh behind the scenes reason why Reed is doing is doing what he's doing. You know what I mean? Right. Um like I, I'd be down to that. I wouldn't I wouldn't do like um um I wouldn't have him be your like multi movie um arc Villain or anything, but I definitely mm-hmm. think you could use him uh, in a Fantastic Four movie, um, and and like kind of have that be maybe your your first big Fantastic Four villain, um, and and kind of set it up that way. I think that would be interesting.
2: I agree, and I would use Kang in that the same way you use Mister Freeze. So his w- <clears throat> excuse me, his wife died in the events of the snap. Um, like, died, died. Not snapped away. Like, actually died. Like, something caused his, um, like, the ship to crash or whatever, and his wife died. So he feels like the only way to get her back is to to get all the stones back. And then you get the sure. um, the Fantastic Four um, trying to prevent him from reassembling the gauntlet that they have no idea about. Like, they, they don't know what this gauntlet is capable of doing. Um, they just right. have faced Kang the Conqueror before, and they know they can't let him do whatever he's trying to do. Um, sure. I think that'd be yeah. really that'd be really cool. Um, also, I do want to like stress this: everyone who's like, "Oh, you could just say like," because everyone's going off of the fact that Wanda and Pietro are are mutants. And the thing of it was, um, the the guy was saying, and I think it was the end of Age of No No, the end of uh, uh, the beginning
0: of think, Age of Ultron.
2: It was, but I think he, he said it at the end of – it was the end credit scene for Winter Soldier,
0: I, I believe it was okay, for, yeah. um, sure.
2: where he was saying how they've always had this power. He was able, through the, the Infinity Stone that he had, to unlock their ability. Right. Um, yeah. So a lot of people are saying, like, well, mutants could have always been around, but like the snap unlocked their abilities. The only reason that does not work is because the two historical mutants, with Charles and with Magneto – Remember, they got their powers during the Holocaust. Like, that was, was, was why it was so important of them being mutants in that time. Um, and I think it was super beautiful the way it was done um, at the beginning of the very first X-Men film that we got. And um, yeah. I think they touched on it a little bit first in Apocalypse class. of Magneto. Right. Um, I, I love that. And I don't want you to change that historical uh, thing of those characters. So if you're saying they now exist, that means none of that have, has ever happened. And I don't know how I'd feel about it. I'd rather you use the multiverse to be that's how we get the X-Men. They come through their Earth to this Earth. Um, and that's how we get the X-Men. I'd so much prefer or, that. And it would be great or, because you could have Magneto come and say, like, excuse me, he would he would look at um, Scarlet Witch and think it's his daughter. But remember, on this Earth, there was never a Magneto. That's not her actual cool. father, but on his Earth, well, that is his actual daughter.
0: Sure, or you could do it where he did once exist on this Earth, and then they somehow went to another dimension. Um, and that's why they've been absent. They've been in another dimension. So I, there's just so many different ways you can do it. But I definitely think the Snap is going to play a picture. To be where we get it. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, I
0: to – it's just going to be the, the minutiae of it is, is what, um, you know, Feige is going to figure out.
2: I just think it would have been like, again, I know Feige would have never thought they would have been able to get all these characters back. But you could have still planted seeds just in case, like through dialogue, you could have through Avengers movies had. Um, and I thought the best time to do it was when, um, what's his name, the the guy from The Incredible Hulk was showing them like different attacks throughout like their time of being Avengers um, I, I would have I thought it would have been great if he added in there was a huge attack like before the attack of, of New York um, that they were able to contain but it like leveled the city um, and you can say like people with, with powers we've never seen before um, and then that's sure. why they were so they were so anxious to get a hold of the Avengers because they couldn't contain the people who did that first uh, event. I thought if you had planted sure. a seed like that, you then could have introduced them without any. Like it would have been so much more sense. We were like, oh, well, they existed before. They were the reason of that first attack that we never really just, heard of, besides just in Civil War.
0: Or just something as simple as, and and I don't know, maybe maybe it is there on on that map. But the map, I don't remember what movie it is, but the map where you know uh, Nick Fury. I think it's an Iron Man two um it is. where like Wakanda's on the map and Atlantis is presumably on the map having uh it was is it Gianosha is that the yep. the yep yeah um having that on the map um just in in the basic geographic cuz none of them are labeled but just having it, it, it like the basic geographical region and maybe it is i I don't know um but uh but yeah i mean that even something subtle like that that could, could you know potentially work
2: Absolutely, and I will say, last thing to wrap up, um, my thoughts on, on Far From Home that I feel like I didn't even say one word about. Um, but uh, I will say I agree with you. I did love Jake Gyllenhaal and um, Tom Holland's report together, but I will say seemingly this will follow, and again, you don't understand this reference because you never watched the show, Flash had a, a, um, a relationship quite like this where Barry, who's never really had his dad, because his dad's been in prison since he was, like, 11. Um, uh-huh. Earbard Thawne uh, was uh, parading around as this scientist. Um, and trained Barry, became friends with Barry. Um, yeah, I know, car- I know turns the turns
0: actor. Out- he wears right. glasses and everything, yeah. Yep,
2: mm-hmm, uh, Tom Kavanaugh. Um, And then, yep. boom, turns out, not only is he the reverse Flash, he was the guy that's responsible for your mom being dead and your dad being in prison. Um, so it was one of those gut-wrenching moments. If you had never read the comic and you were just watching the show, it hit it, – it hurt you. Because it was like I just spent like 10 to 12 episodes like thinking that they were they were together. He was like a father figure to him. So I think what Mysterio is going to seemingly look to be is like a brother to to Peter. And I think what's yep. going to happen is I think Peter is going to be so taken by him because he hasn't had something like that since Tony. Um, And I think he's going to be taken by, Fury's going to figure out that Mysterio's lying. And then Fury's going to try to get Peter to understand that he's lying. Peter won't, he won't believe him. And then boom, Peter will get get screwed over. That will give us a big fight at the end. I do think even though everyone keeps saying Mysterio's lying, I don't think he's lying about the multiverse. I think what he's lying about is that he is from another Earth. But the multiverse and the idea of it being split, I think, does exist. I think he knows that it exists, and that's what he's using in his favor. Um, But by no means do I think he's telling the truth about um, wanting to do good, wanting to to do anything like that. Um, Because if we know the comic, which I know both of us do, um, this is the exact same scenario that he set up um, to seemingly be the hero, only for us to know that he's just a, a false guy. Um, so I do think in that sense, it will be um, a lie. I, I think it will kind of make Peter feel like, listen, I, you know, I am a hero. I'm I'm just like you, um, but it, it's going to be the huge swerve. It's definitely going to be right. the huge swerve. Um, but I do not think his multiverse line is a lie. I think that will be how a lot of things going forward will be set up is from that line. That's why it was super yep. important. They put that in this trailer. Um, so Absolutely to anyone who's agree. like, well, he's completely lying. He's not lying about that line. That line is important. Um, but I agree with you. I will say it was very emotional. Um, and, and to anyone who's like, oh, they're making him the new Iron Man, they're not. Um, and please don't, by, by the way, um, Kevin Feige. I, Spider-Man is good. I just want him to be Spider-Man. I don't. If you're yeah, saying he's we- going to grow into becoming the new leader um, for the, the, the next generation of Avengers or the next grouping of the Avengers, I can get behind that. That's fine. But yeah. don't don't try to sell this of he'll be wearing the Iron Spider suit more and he'll be the new Tony Stark.
0: No, we it's don't not need that. The character so no, yeah. I mean, I think right. honestly, that the way they've set up these characters, if any character is going to kind of have that same personality, it would be Captain Marvel. Um, right. She kind of has that similar personality. They're going to actually have to put her through the ringer um, because she hasn't. She hasn't exactly had a lot of um uh um moments where she's been like really tested the way we saw with with stark um so they're gonna have to like figure that out and I think they will i think the i think essentially um the way that I would kind of liken this um her trajectory is the second movie will be her empire Strikes back where you know she is essentially just like you know. She, you know, has to go through so much different shit and finally meets a foe, you know, worthy of her and all that. Um, But, uh, but um, I I think her personality fits that, that sort of snarkiness, um, which I guess, you know, is funny because um, I I think people really like it in a male character, but don't like it in a female character, which I don't necessarily get. Um, But (laughs) I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just true, um, but but i uh, I do think that um, she's kind of the setup for a replacement for his personality, but as far as his leadership, um, I, I would I would reckon to guess that that will be Reed's role when he's introduced. See, I don't know how I'd
2: feel about that. Um, I, I always imagined um, the guy who would seemingly step in as um not a Stark replacement because he's his own character, but just the leader in doing things that Stark did, which was creating stuff, you know, money, um, would be T'Challa. Um mainly because T'Challa has yeah, the backup of Shuri, um, who not only could be the brains of Stark till Reed gets there, um, but could also, you know, help them financially. Um I don't mind right. Reed after a few films becoming um, that official leader of the Avengers, that I don't mind. But it can't be off the first movie. I have to have seen him for sure. a few movies. Um, because by that point, by the time we get to a Fantastic Four movie, just the first one, T'Challa, I assume, will have already had Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame, and his sequel by then. So that's four and pictures. War. And Civil War. Thank you. So that's five pictures I would have seen him in. So I, I've had a whole right. arc
0: to establish of his character. that character. Right, yeah,
2: right. Um, so as long as they do that, I'm completely fine with it. Um, I will also say um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and it's going to sound like, like, where did this come from? I kind of feel like Happy doesn't make it out of this movie. Um the reason I got that feeling is because um, I kind of feel like now that Stark's arc has wrapped, you seemingly start to wrap all of his arc, and all of his arc would be mm. Pepper,
0: I don't. Daughter, I don't know how I feel it about that. He be happy.
2: I only reason I'm saying that is because, and I don't think it's going to be a uh, uh, too much of a hurt on Peter. I think it's more so for us, the, the people who have become invested. We've
0: seen him since the first Iron Man. I don't. I don't like. So here's the reason I don't like that, um, and it has nothing to do with like Peter and his story. I just feel like they, like the end of Endgame, they really set him up to try to be. The, the sort of father figure to Morgan. Um, and I would not like it for that purpose, which they wouldn't address if they did it. But um, like, I want him to be there. And I think he's he's certainly trying to do that with um, with Peter too. Um, but, you know, he, he's definitely trying to do it uh, to a greater extent with Morgan and to try and, um, you know, uh, do his best to fill those shoes, um, you know, the, to, essentially to honor Tony's memory. So that's I, that's why I wouldn't like it.
2: The thing with Morgan, though, I, I get your point. I get your point as far as um, the, the Peter arc. But as far as Morgan, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Nick. I don't think we'll ever see her, her character again. Here's why. Probably not, they, but
0: I don't – Go I don't, ahead. But that still doesn't mean – like, I'm still going to, like, in the back of my head, if he dies, be like, well, then who's going to, what about Morgan? <laughs> like, I'm just going to, that's where my head's going to go, you know?
2: You got Rodi We've never seen uh, any family on Rhodey's side. I'd be fine with Rodi kind yeah. of stepping in and helping Not guess, being a father it, to her, but if, just helping but out. But
0: here, here's the thing. If she was going to have Rodi then Rodi needed to have that moment with her at the end of the game. Not, not John Favreau. You know what I mean? Like, that, that moment is very important. And I don't, I don't. I don't want that. I, I I dread the thought of that moment, um, not not really meaning anything. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: No. Fair enough. I I I feel you there. I definitely feel you there. It's just a feeling that I have. It's, it's definitely just a feeling that I have. Um, I could be completely wrong. I probably am. Um, but let's move on. Um, let's talk. Let's talk Watchmen. Um, this trailer was. I loved it. I loved everything. Really about this trailer. I was a huge Watcher fan. Um, uh, the movie,
0: but like,
2: I haven't really read the, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: I didn't love it, but I want to, I want to hear, and and I'm, I'm right there with you. I I have, um, I, I, unfortunately I've, it's been on my like list of to do's for a while. Um, but like, you know, I'm always like borrowing comics from people and and reading them. Like, I mean, that's, that's how I read, um, uh, house of them it's how, how i read civil war um like a lot of the, the big epic story arcs and Watchmen is definitely kind of one of those that i've had on my list that i really want to like sit down and read but i've never actually done it um so forgive us uh all all of geek community um but no <laughs> I, so i'm right there with you i've seen the movie i love Zack snyder's Watchmen. i think it's it's fucking great um i don't I don't want to say it's slept on, but I don't think it necessarily gets the credit that it deserves. Um, but, uh, but regardless, no. So I, like, I did not love the trailer. I would say Borderline didn't like it. But let me hear, hear you out first. Like Why did you love it? And maybe I can get something from that on something I missed.
2: No, fair enough. Um, it's a time jump. Um, I love the time jump. I, I love that we're almost about two decades away um, from the events of the end of the first, uh, of the end of the, the Watchmen movie. Um, what I mm-hmm. love the most, because I love characters like Rorschach, like um, The Question, like Batman. I love that at the end where you saw his book, he made a book of all the events that happened. He mailed it. Yeah. It was shipped to someone who is um, a reporter or, or, or of some sort. That book yeah, for a, is the for reason a newspaper. we have – yes, yes, newspaper. I'm sorry. That, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Newspaper. Um, That book is the reason we have a Rorschach fan club, Um, yeah. and, and I love that. I love that. What <laughs> I would love more about that fan club is if we had one definitive person who is supposed to be like Rorschach, who leads them. Um, If it turns out to just being a fan club and there's not one definitive person that leads it, that kind of gives you that Rorschach feel, I'll be a little disappointed from it. Um, Rorschach is one of those characters that, like, I I don't want you to, now that he's dead, we can't ever have another Rorschach. I want there to be more. Um, I I loved it. I love the the bad guy that we find out is the bad guy at the end of Watchmen. Um, Jeremy Irons is his character 20 years later. Um, and he's, he's uh, yes thank you he's finalizing his plan of of world domination um, with the doomsday clock I love the tick 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 that you heard throughout it I love that Regina mm-hmm. King's character is going to be kicking some butt um, and apparently you could be a vigilante but you have to have a badge I love that I love every bit of that um, and apparently she is one of them um, I, I just love the, like I was saying, the whole clicking of it, uh, the, the clock ticking of it, the doomsday aspect of it. And to anyone who's like, oh, like you mean like what they're doing now is Batman? No, there, there won't be a, a Bruce Wayne picking up the, the comedian's pin. It's not that doomsday. Um, it's the original one of the end of everything. I think we will get, um, what's his name back? Uh, the blue guy, um, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Um, I think yeah. we will get it back. I think it'll probably be in the finale. Um, you know, because uh, this is definitely getting a, a second season. This looks like it's going to be epic. Um, but no, I, I I love those aspects of it. Rorschach. Once I saw that, like it didn't die with the movie. That was really what sold me. That was the biggest thing I loved of of the first time sure, yeah. um, watching. That makes sense. And I am really curious of Al Man. I I think is who it was. Was it Al Man? Um, that Patrick... Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm curious, do we see him Do we see him come back? Like, what does he look like 20 years later? Um, so a lot yeah. about this just kind of leaves me curious, because the first Watchmen left us with a lot of question marks. And this show seemingly taking place again, technically right after it, but 20 years later, um, is going to answer a lot of that. Um, and it just intrigued me. Now, again, this was just a teaser trailer. I think the first official trailer will be at San, uh, San Diego Comic-Con um, where you see them all come out and I think that will really drive it home a lot more I think that might sell you a little bit more Nick um, is the full trailer where you can kind of flesh things out a little bit more um, but yeah that those were the, the biggest things that I love because again it wasn't much because um, it was just a teaser
0: yeah see I think even just with you discussing it just now and See, I didn't know this took place twenty years later. So, like, yeah, I left. See, I left like watching the teaser of like just asking questions, like, why does what what's like why are there so many Rorschachs? This is obviously not like Rorschach, because um, like they're they're the masks don't move, you know, they don't like, mm-hmm. um, and and like so I, it just confused the hell out of me. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't feel like they offered any. Like they didn't. I don't think there was anything in the trailer to, and maybe I just missed it. That, but that let you know it was twenty years after the events. Um, well, the which.
2: Oh no, it, it didn't. But it kind of did because if you know um, who Jeremy Irons is playing, you know it, it's not him <laughs> taking the actual actor spot because we know how young that actor was. So we knew it sure, had to yeah. have been. Somewhat of a significant time jump see, but I do, from that event. Like I,
0: yeah, and see, I guess I just I haven't followed this closely enough to be to have been able to pick up on that. And if if I had had that kind of explanation going in, I probably would have appreciated it more. Because um, see, that was my biggest thing. I just watched it and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I have no idea." Um, and, and so like with that, you know, with information when new shit has come to light. Uh, for me, um, I, uh, Lebowski reference, uh, I, um, I, you know, I, it, it, I'm starting to like kind of b- try to piece it back together in my head. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, like you said, it's a teaser. Um, it, it, it's not like, it's not going to give you a whole lot, but I, I feel like they, I don't know, I feel like even just like something to like 20, like to say like 20 years later or something like that, like to start it off that way might have been smart um just so like people i guess you know like me or even you know people who are even less in the know than i am would have um some kind of framework you know to to know what they're looking at um but yeah i i wonder how it's all going to work cuz i one of the one of the things that did stick out to me was um I guess kind of like what you were saying with the you can be um, you can be a vigilante, but you gotta have a badge. And and there was like a scene in there where one of the characters, I think it was the the, the cop, who says the little TikTok thing at the end. Who I I know who that is. I can't place the name because I don't have the face in front of me. Um, but like a very a very really solid character actor. Um, but uh, I think it was him who basically said, you know, we thought they were all gone, um, but it, like, turns out they've just been in hiding this whole time. I Like, I was wondering, like, who is he talking about? Like, is he talking about the Watchmen? It, 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 like, um, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what all this is. Um, but now that th- – I tell you this. Now that I know it takes place 20 years later, it takes place 20 years later, um, I do kind of like the cult of Rorschach, like the people who are the seekers of the truth no matter what the truth um, sort of means you know like um, and, and you know I, I I hope that they really kind of focus on that and I agree with you I think they do need to have um, somewhat you, know, like you don't have to replace Rorschach the, 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 the leader of the group doesn't have to be like Rorschach but they do need some kind of um, leader within that group Some maybe somebody who's a little more enigmatic than Rorschach um, you know, because Rorschach couldn't actually lead a group, so I wouldn't expect him to be like Rorschach, um, but, uh, but you know, who's, who leads the group for, you know, essentially the people who are, um, you know, uh, trying to find the truth no matter what the cost is, uh, and, and that is an interesting dynamic. Um, it kind of reminds me um, a little bit of like at the end of V for Vendetta, when all of those people show up wearing the V masks, um, mm-hmm. wearing the Guy Fawkes masks, um, like, you know, it, it basically um, in, in, in support against tyranny. Um, and this is similar to that, more so, in, I guess, in support um, against living a lie. Um, and so, yeah, I will be interested to see how that will play out.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I have here. <clears throat> excuse me, Nick. Um, I have here. So seemingly, again, this was not said in the trailer, um, but seemingly it's going from the 1980s to present day. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's you know so that's seemingly going to be what the uh, essential time jump is. Um, but as far as what you were saying about Rorschach, I think the biggest thing to me is. Um, I agree with you. He's not really a leader, so you wouldn't essentially necessarily be a leader. Um, but I guess to some degree they just follow you because um, because of how dominant you are. It, that's why I want – if one guy stands out, I want him to be as badass as Rorschach. Obviously, he won't be exactly like him, um, same way that when Bruce was seemingly dead and Nightwing filled in. He wasn't as badass as Bruce was, um, but he did the best he could. That's all I want. Right. That that's just all I want. I agree. Um and I don't even need the mask to move or anything like that, but I would like something that's distinctively different in his mask than everyone else's. I would love it. Yeah. It does not have to move, but just something so like when we see him we're like, "Oh, that's the guy. Like that's him." Um he doesn't have right. to have the hat and the the trench coat. If he if he does, I'm fine with it. But it's it's not a necessity for me. Um, I just want him to stand out. That that's all I want. And if they don't go that route, again, I, I want to see the show first, so I can't say I'll be super disappointed. Um, but I will yeah. feel a, a little slighted. Uh, I definitely yeah. will feel slighted. Sure. Um, but no, this does look like it, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I think I will have more knowledge about this the more I read Doomsday. Um, then I think I think around their first official full-length trailer, Nick. I want to revisit it with you and see how, like, if I feel differently or if you feel differently. um, And yeah. then because it, it airs in August. So if we don't feel differently by then, <laughs> you know, I'm still good heading into it. You're still kind of on the ropes. So hopefully
0: it sells you more with that first full well, trailer. Well, here's the um, thing. They don't have to sell me with a trailer. Like, I'm going to watch this regardless. Um, okay, okay. It, so yeah, it's not it's not that kind of situation where I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't know about that. Like I'm I'm 100% sold on the show. I just I I didn't like I said I just left after watching this trailer with like so many unanswered questions. Like, What the fuck is this? What is that? You know, like I said, you answered most of them. So
2: perfect. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, uh, you know, to me, I was like, like I said, when I saw Rorschach, I was like, you got me. I'm in um but all right let's uh let's move on to it chapter two um I'll say this I've never watched the Tim Curry um it um so I I didn't read if there was a book I didn't read any of the books I have no idea I didn't know what to expect from the first one I don't know what to expect in this one and I like that I like it I I told you Nick I'm huge I'm a huge advocate on that I I'm a huge advocate in not reading the books first because the movies are never gonna beat like uh like the books, so your expectations are yeah, set the too high. Um, right, right, right. Um, so I'd rather do that. Um, or to me, I'm of the mindset of if you're a fan of being either or, I, if that if that's what you prefer, like if you read the books and you know the movie's not gonna be the same and you'd like yeah, to read but, the book, by all means. Yeah. Well, um, there's, there's
0: there's no there's no right answer here because. If you watch the movie first and then read the book, the, the way you see the movie is going to dictate how you see things, how you visualize things in your head while you're reading the book. Um, but like – so that's a pitfall. But on the opposite effect, if you read the book first, you're visualizing all of this stuff in your head from your own like, brain, which I guess is the best way to do it honestly… Um, but you're inevitably going to be disappointed whenever you watch somebody else's vision of said book because it's not going to be your vision. So it's just – it's a catch-22. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't.
2: Oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. And the biggest thing I would say to people who are huge fans of the book is you have to, you have to understand that book, like, for example, Harry Potter, that book is huge. So you have so much time to get so much story, get so engrossed with characters. Right. When it comes to the movie, I am trying to reach out to people who don't want to read that huge book and they just want right. to watch a movie and feel like they're into it. So I have to shorten yeah. a lot. I have to take a lot out. I have to fix a lot, manipulate some things. Um, So it's not going to be anywhere near <laughs> what the book was. That's why I said, like, right. I feel sorry for anyone who read Civil War right before watching Civil War, because you would then go, "What did I just read? Like, what? Why is nothing like this in the in the movie? Right? It this can't. is none of like, this is can't. from
0: the fucking comic, like, right? Right? Other right? Than, so like, it's like, yeah, Stark and Tony. You're setting uh, yourself or, up. I'm uh, sorry, turning and Cap fighting. Yeah. Aside from
2: that, right? So you're setting yourself up. So the the reason I say that is because I, I watched this trailer first of all you starting off with this creepy old lady. I was like, all right, this is like, what are you doing? Then she got naked in the kitchen. I'm like, all right. Like, this, this yeah,
1: shit was fucked um, up. <laughs>
2: like, like, what am I watching <laughs> here? Um, but I will say this. One thing I feel like I left the first It feeling was how much I, I felt like I was being like, drawn in from the acting. I thought the acting was really good from those kids, yeah, from the actual It, uh, it clown. So I kind of feel like with this one, you can't then bring in huge names and I not feel like acting is what was the best thing when I left this movie. Um so from the trailer, again, I felt like this was a teaser trailer. Um I didn't really get a feel necessarily of what to expect um from each individual person. Jessica Chastain I'd say um is, is the only one I could really get a feel for. Um but it yeah, does look well, like it's gonna
0: eighty percent of the trailer. <laughs>
2: Right, right, exactly. Um, So, like, her performance, I could say, like, yeah, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm going to like it. I liked what I saw in the trailer. Um, But to me, I kind of feel like this was just to get everyone ready for their panel at uh San Diego. I, again, th- we're in the season of San Diego Comic-Con, so you're going to hear a lot from me of I kind of feel like they're, they're waiting for San Diego Comic-Con. Like, that, right. that's going to be my, my, my thing for, for a lot of different trailers um, that we're going to be seeing soon. Um, but I kind of just feel like this was just to kind of set the table a little bit. It was just to kind of say like, hey, it's still coming out this year. I know you haven't really heard anything, but we're coming out. Here's a little taste. You'll get more later. Um cuz I think it yeah. comes out October. So it's like it, we're sense. not that far from it. So, um but Nick, I'm sorry. Your thoughts on the It Chapter 2 uh Chapter 2 trailer.
0: Dude, I fucking loved it. Like I, it's rare that you get a trailer that's just not a bunch of different scenes jumbled together, um, I, and and I loved the fact that they were like, you know what, like let's just let's like kind of chop up this scene that we're shooting or that we shot and like make that the trailer because it gives you for me it just it sets everything up. Um, you don't know why she's back in dairy. Um, and, like, so th- there's that kind of lingering question. Um, but as far as like just her um, being able to like kind of piece together like everything, like, this is weird. Like not like we're everything's not all right here. When she, um, I can't remember what what the old lady says, but when she says the line that really creeps her out, and then she just has this blank look on her face with this smile like i was like i oh think God, she, this is creepy as shit what, i
2: think she was referring back to um she had asked her she was telling her about her and her dad and then i think she asked her and then said something about um jessica chastain's character's dad that like only she would have known and i think that's what really was like all right what what the hell is going on I here think-
0: I felt like that came later, but maybe I just missed it. But, like, but nevertheless, like, that, like, moment um, was uh, very creepy. Um, And then, yeah, for, like, her to be kind of lingering in the background whenever Jessica Chastain is not looking, um, that was obviously really fucking creepy. And like you said, like, like, there's scenes of her, like, walk by naked, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, it's just weird. (laughs) and like i'm all for weird fucking horror movies like the weirder the better um and you know i i didn't go into it with huge expectations um like i waited i think until it came out on hbo honestly um to watch it cuz i just i i'd seen i i have seen the original i've never read the book but um it's 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 a slog of a book it's like three thousand pages or some shit, maybe two thousand pages. It's, it's fucking really long, way too long for me to like commit to. Um, and it's I've I've heard it's like a difficult read, like it doesn't flow well. Um, but nevertheless, um, uh, I came away from the first movie being like that was really good. Like that, is, like I kind of liken it to um, like on par with um, Don't Breathe um, in that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's it, it's like it's of the same quality in my opinion it has the same um sort of style to it um but it's not your typical jump scare comedy or comedy uh, horror movie that like everybody like rushes out to theaters to see and like talks about how good it is and i'm just like yeah this this doesn't interest me at all um and you know like it it so that was the big thing about it. Like I, like I would just like if you're gonna get me to see a like sit down and watch a horror movie. Like the best thing you could tell me is like, dude, like if you like The Shining, you'll fucking like this. Like okay, like then I'll fucking I'll sit down and watch it because like that's my brand of horror movie. Um, but uh, this it, and this neither one of those movies were that, but they weren't too ham fisted with the jump-scare uh, tactics that so many horror movies rely on nowadays. Um, and I uh, – so, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the fact that they um, separated – like, they didn't try to stuff it all into one movie. They, they separated the two chapters. I thought that was a, kind of a smarter way to represent this story on screen than what the um, original uh, TV movie did and what the book does. Um but yeah, dude. As far as this trailer, like, just for them to like basically show bits all from the same scene for that to be eighty percent of the trailer, I was like, dude, that's that's fucking great. Like, I I like that so much more than you just jumping around. Like, they, I put it this way, I like this trailer so much more than I liked the first trailer from it, where you know, like the the I think that I don't remember all of it. It definitely had like the boat, you know, the little sailboat. Uh, going down the sewer drain, which is, like, a very iconic shot, um, even from the TV movie. Um, and then it had, you know, him walking down in the cellar, and then, you know, the It um, clown, like, running out, like, all of a sudden. And it was like, oh, fucking jump scare fest. Like, I don't fucking care. Um, this did not have that at all. Like, I don't think there was, like, a quote-unquote jump scare in the whole fucking trailer. It was atmospheric. It was building. um and that is what I want to see, um, and I, I, that's why I love it so much. That's why I love this trailer so much, and I, I, it, it's like, it's really got me like hyped, um, like both being pleasantly surprised by the first it movie, um, and then this trailer. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go see this in theaters this year round. Like, I really do. Um, and it's been, I couldn't tell you the last time I went and saw a horror movie in theaters, like. Yeah, it, it's been a long fucking time. Um, so, like, yeah, I'm 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 super hyped for this, and I can't I can't wait to see it. Um, and, oh, and just really quickly, also like, like you said, we didn't really get a a, a beat on all the other characters. Um, I I did find it interesting, like um, uh, James McAvoy's accent. Um, it sounds different than uh, any accent I've ever heard him do. Obviously, he's British, but he's playing an American character but even like the little tidbit of his accent was different than other American accents that I've heard him do in the past. Um, So that was interesting. I think, I I think he's just a phenomenal actor and I'll be interested to see like how he utilizes um, his skills at at different accent work, um, you know, to to portray, I guess, what would be the main character throughout this movie. Um, And, uh, and, and just, You know the other tidbits of the actors we got; they all seem um, obviously it's a it's a great group of actors, um, but uh, you know it seemed um, uh, they they all seem like they're you know probably going to do a fine job with what little bits we got from them, Um, and they're definitely setting up the big showdown very well. Um, So they like got that in there, and then when you see um, the the it in in the clown persona at the end of this trailer again not a jump scare. It's way scarier when, to me anyway, than like having like a clown running at you with like four different cuts um, and like music. It's like way more eerie for me like to just see his face pop out of the shadows and smile. Like that's way creepier to me. And so like, I'm just like, dude, like they, they punch every fucking button that I would want in a horror movie in the trailer and They'll probably – honestly, the second trailer will probably be the quote-unquote jump scare trailer, and I'll be like, uh, the first trailer was way better. Um, But nevertheless, yeah, I I loved it, man. I thought it was great.
2: Yeah, it seems like they're like, all right, how can I get Nick to actually go to theaters and see this?
0: All right, we'll take out all jump scares. We'll
2: sell them, and then the second one, we'll tell them, ha, joke's on you. We're nothing but jump scares.
0: (laughs) Right. No, they'll be like, well – you know, all right. Now we've got like the people uh, who like hate the the trendy jump scare horror movies that are coming out today. We've got them interested. Now we got to like rope in rope back in all the fucking plebs and sheep who love the jump scares. <laughs> no offense to anybody who loves the jump scares.
2: <laughs> it's definitely a newer generation kind of thing. Um, so I, I definitely would understand why people would like the, uh, or not necessarily like, but wouldn't be opposed to jump scares. Um, so yeah, no no offense to whoever you You just have to utilize them
0: well, and that's what I'm saying is that it did not over – let me rephrase that. I think they did over-utilize them, but it wasn't to the point that it took me out of the movie. Um, there's tons of horror movies that do it to the point where I'm just like, oh my god, dude, I don't even – like this is, this is terrible. Um, like honestly, like my favorite horror movie, and I think I've told you this before, of like – Probably the past like 25 years is The Witch, and there's literally not a jump scare in the whole fucking movie, like at all. Um, it's just creepy, atmospheric, crazy shit happening. Like, it, it, it's it's um, it, it is a masterpiece and it's amazing because it was the, the, the dude who made it, it was his first movie. Um, and like for any of our listeners, if you, if you like horror movies, particularly if you have my sort of brand of horror movie in mind i aka something uh you know more closely related to the shining um then definitely go fucking watch the witch cuz it is fucking amazing
2: it it's funny you say that cuz one of my favorite horror movies in the past 15 years um is sam Raimi's drag me to hell which is nothing but jump scares um, but <laughs> <laughs> But I thought the story was, was really well done and I, I love the uh the ending of it. So that's really what's hey, you know me more.
0: I'm not I'm not here to preach. You do you. I'm just here to give an opinion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nick's like, in my mind I think you're trash, but no, do you, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think
0: you're trash, I just think your taste is trash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's um let's let's move on. Let's get into our, our main topics. Um let's talk some DC. We got a lot coming out of DC. This first one I know Nick will love the most. Um, let's start with the <laughs> rumored news that we got, which again is from the same rumored people who thought uh, Idris Elba was dead shot only for that to be shot down, only for them now to come out with another rumor that seemingly will probably be shut down soon. Um, and that rumor is that Idris Elba is playing none other than Slade Wilson. You heard me right. And for all of you out there who is like, wait, I thought we had a Slade Wilson. We do. Apparently, to this rumor, Warner Brothers does not care. Um, so, Nick, I will start with you. Um, before I go into it, uh, what are your thoughts on the possibility that this rumor could be true of Idris Elba playing Slade Wilson?
0: Nope. Just Chuck Testa. Uh, no, this is this is not. No, I I I don't buy into this at all. We do already have a Slade Wilson, um, and like, furthermore, he's white, and obviously Idris Elba is black, um, which let me just make sure that uh, you know I'm clear on this. I would absolutely fucking love Idris Elba to play Slade Wilson if we hadn't already seen a fucking white Slade Wilson. Um, so obviously not the same character. The only only way you can get by with this is by having some kind of presser to say these are the movies that you disregard. These are the movies that are still connected in this universe, and like you've already chosen to keep going with this universe. Don't do that. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, I, I just think, like, I, I think he's going to be Braun Siger. I think it makes the most sense. Um, he's one of the most prominent members um, of the Suicide Squad. Um, very intriguing character, um, a character that, you know, we've never had the pleasure of seeing. Um, on the big screen and even like we don't usually get like we've seen a lot of Slade Wilson not on the big screen but you know obviously we we got to see him in Arrow he's been in a ton of of the animated movies Um, like Braun Siger's not somebody that we get to see a whole lot and I, I just feel like I'd rather see that and then like let's keep Joe Mangianello and like like rope him in you know at some point down the road um so I guess where I lie on this is if, if there had not been any Slade Wilson, I would be 100% in favor of this and might even actually be more in favor of Elba playing Slade over Braun Stiger. Um, But because we have, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I, I don't want to hear about it. I, I don't think it's true. Um, so, like, again, no – uh, I, I don't buy it. I, I, I just, I, I think, and it's, to me, it's like no coincidence. It's the same group that said he was going to play dead shot. Like, um, I know you got to shoot your shot and like, you're just running with whatever, whatever source you, you got it from, but you know, I don't know, maybe you should check your sources.
2: Um, and, and by the way, for anyone listening, Nick's not referring to me because this is not my <laughs> rumor. He's referring to whoever the rumor came from. Um, right, yeah. I, I just didn't want someone to listen at the wrong point and go, Jaw- Jawan, you're so he's, like, he's telling Jawan off. What the fuck? Right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not for me. No, no. Um, I, I will say the only bit of credibility I give to the rumor is that Titans, the show, they made Slade Wilson Hispanic. Um. So I do think they do like the idea of Slade not being white. Um and I do think uh I, I said this to you be, before in our in our um our, our pre-show. Um I do think they like the idea of Deathstroke extending himself to more than just one franchise. Like I'm gonna tell you this right now. Idris Elba versus Zac Zach Efron Nightwing, sign me up. Idris Elba if Ben hadn't a left, sign me up. Um it's just Idris Elba works. He just works anywhere you put him um well outside of that horrible movie he did with matthew mcconaughey but we won't talk about that um Elba just works um and he's way more marketable than joe Manganiello. he just is he is I, I do get your your hesitancy on the fact that we've already seen a death stroke um so it's like you're changing the guy we literally just saw um i, I just I, I don't think like this isn't the mcu in a sense where it's like alright, like, come on, man, like, you've been doing things so well, like, what, why are you messing things up? Like, what are you doing here? I don't think, Warner Brothers has already come out and said we're not looking to do connective tissue, we're just making good movies. I think when they said that, that was their way of telling us, we don't care about what you think should be connected or what should really, truly make sense, we just want to make movies. Um, And I think See, them,
0: I get that. Go ahead. I, I, just real quick, I get that. Um... But I think there's a there's a middle ground there, like you don't have to rely on these movies having to connect with one another, one another. But I think you should have a baseline of continuity. Like you shouldn't like unless you're making an Elseworld movie, you shouldn't have, uh, like a character who shows up and he's like obviously white and then. Actually, he's black. Like, this, what is this? Like a reverse Michael Jackson scenario? Like, <laughs> I don't. Um, I, like, I, 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 I don't like that aspect of, of 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 ignoring continuity. Um, is basically what I'm getting at. But I will say this: it. I I do agree with you. I didn't know that they had made played Hispanic on Titans. Um, but he is the kind of character that is perfectly set for any sort of like. Um, uh, uh, I guess race swap um, because there's there's n- nothing about his character that defines him um, by his race his, his definition is so many other things but race is not one of them um, so like he like I said he would like I would be totally on board for this if we hadn't already seen it um, and I would be alright all with it if they came out and they had some kind of like I said presser saying like all right, these are the movies you can ignore now. These are the ones that like are, are connected. Like, um, but I just don't, I don't trust them to do that. <laughs> um, and so it's just gonna basically be like, uh, okay, you know what I mean? Like, here's
2: here, here's the here's the thing about it. I, I can tell you right now what's gonna happen if this is true. Again, if, um, if Variety's yeah. gonna come out with an article that says he's now Deathstroke and you can forget about Joe Manganiello. Joe Manginello will then come out and say he's shocked, loves being the character, would have loved to have seen what he could have done going forward, but he's no longer Deathstroke. That's all you're going to hear. You're not going to hear Warner right. Brothers or DC tell you nothing else um, because they yep. just don't speak on anything. Because um, remember, when the rumor came out, Idris was replacing Will, um, and then you kind of had the, the feel of like, oh, okay, I'm not really hearing anything from Will, anyone else. Remember, no one but the trades cleared that rumor. No one, no, not a soul, um, from like Warner Brothers or DC or even Will Smith. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you're you just you're you never gonna hear from them. Um. To me, it, to me, the decision's not gonna be based off of like, oh, I think we need more diversity. It'll be based off of I, I wanted to do like we slated to do, um, a Deathstroke, uh, solo film. It's more marketable to put Idris Elba in that mask than it is Jumanji. I agree. Ro. That's all it's going to come totally
0: down to. Totally agree. Um, they're
2: go- they're in a, a a mindset right now of Aquaman made money, Shazam not globally but uh, here um, made a lot of money. Wonder Woman made a lot of money. Um, whenever they do Batman, that will make a lot of money. They just want to make a lot of money. Idris Elba as your face, it's making you a lot of money. And like I said, yeah. um, you could you could put him anywhere, and the why I say, Nick, I don't think continuity matters to them is because if Matt Reeves' Batman takes place in present day, they're giving us a middle finger because you're telling me you somehow magically went from 50 to 25, and we're supposed to just not really question that. So that is a way of telling you it doesn't matter. They don't care what we think, what we want. They don't care about any of that. It's bottom dollar. Um, and, and I'm honestly curious as to whose decision it would it, it it ultimately was when it came down to changing age. Was it Matt? Did Matt always have the idea, excuse me, of wanting younger? Because if he did, sure. what, what would he have done if Ben never had an issue with being Batman? Because Warner right. Brothers wasn't gonna get rid of Ben. So I'm curious no. whose idea it was and if Ben wanting to drop out fit perfectly in either one of their plans. So that's what I'm curious about. Um, but yeah, t- to me, like I told you, Bronze Tiger. Like if he is Bronze Tiger, everyone who's been saying they wanted Idris Elba to have a larger role in a superhero world, just know Bronze Tiger is only going to be in Suicide Squad films. Only. Yeah. They're they're not going to spin him off. But you, he you could won't be see the him in a Batman in all movie. All of the
0: Suicide Squad movies, to be fair. Which
2: which to me to me I never complained about him being Hemdale, uh, or Heimdale, rather. Um to me I thought it wasn't him being wasted on the character. I thought the directors didn't know how to properly write that character. Like they just cast it. Uh, they, they needed and, a name, uh, they cast it. I'm going to just do um, you
0: there. It's just it's just not a it's not a prominent character. Cuz like but here's the, the thing, thing. It, is,
2: Sager, it is it is in the Thor's the world.
0: prominent character of the movie and like Heimdall mm-hmm. was never going to have his own movie and he is what the Fourth or fifth most important character in the Thor movies. I mean, in the first oh, Thor, oh, you in the movies, yeah. In Thor, the movies, yeah. You have, Loki, movies, yes. you have uh, Jane. Um, you have Anthony Hopkins uh, as Odin. Like you have his mom. Like there's just mo- there's just way more prominent characters no matter what Thor movie you go through than Heimdall. He's always like the fifth but or sixth here's, character. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. In the comics,
2: Warriors Three, big deal in the comics, Heimdall big deal. Here's the difference, sure, but why like I'm you're not going to get all that in a movie. No, 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 but hear me out. Here's the reason why I'm saying writing is all Idris Elba needed. Better writing. He was way more important in Thor Ragnarok than he was the other two Thor movies. There was a reason for that. It was just writing.
0: That's true. It was only That's writing. Cuz so he was he was the one it. he was the one who like started the sanctuary for everybody right right that, i'm thinking yeah. Of the right, yeah that was yeah that, yeah are. i i do agree yeah but it, it kind of goes back so, to like um it but just real quick it kind of goes back to like okay. um i know i don't think anybody else agreed with us but you and i said that like the the, the writing for captain marvel in um endgame was like disappointing to both of us like because we we just we didn't think she was going to have like a shit ton of screen time. Like obviously it was going to focus on the the core Avengers because um, it was it was their finale, their their ending their story. Um, but you know we were, we were optimistic that we would get you know something like uh, you know um, you, you know uh, uh, T'Challa's role in Infinity War, where even though it wasn't big, it was pivotal. Um, and uh, you know unfortunately we didn't get that. Um, and so i will agree with you that his role in 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 all of all of those movies is kind of pivotal um in all of the thor movies like he has a pivotal part in the storyline um but it is the third one that he um sort of shines the most if you will um so yeah i mean I, I i do agree writing is 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 a big portion of that but i mean it also boils down to like what story you're trying to tell and how that character, you know, fits into that story and, and you what can you have them do and all that. Um but no, I mean I just think that um in essence, if you had him Braun Siger, yes, I don't think we'll ever get a Braun Tiger solo movie. We could definitely get a Slade solo movie. Um we could definitely have Slade show up in other movies. So like there's more opportunity there. Um but at the very least if you make him Braun Siger, he can absolutely be the leader. Um, of you know that team, uh, and I think it would set everything up for like a somewhat of a rivalry between he and Will Smith in in a potential sequel. Which mm-hmm. who doesn't want to see that? Like, come on, like Idris Elba and Will Smith going back and forth, like trying to like buy for the for like the leadership status of the team. Like that would be great. Yeah, it would
2: be. And and my my last my last thing about um, him is Heimdall. Um, you, you look at the biggest difference in writing. Remember the Michael Keaton, that first Batman? How important was yeah. Alfred in that movie? Like how often did you see Alfred? Not much. N- yeah, not as I much as you did like in Right. But not as much as you remember it in the Nolan trilogy, right? You saw nothing of Alfred true. in that. That's all yeah, writing. He was... That's all writing. And look who they casted. Yeah. You know? So yeah, to, me, to me fucking boss. Exactly. That's why I always say when people are like it was a slight that he was Heimdall. I don't disagree, but you just – the two first directors just didn't care enough about the character. They didn't really care enough about any of the historical story characters, if we're being honest.
1: No.
2: Um, and then you had Taika. You brought him in. He gave us a beautiful um, – God, I can't remember the, the name of the monster with the huge sword. ugh. Um, oh, completely left my brain. Um, but he just – he gave so much care to the historical the beginning? characters.
0: Huh? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's, 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 it, yeah. Um. Surtur. Surtur. There we go. Surtur. Yes. Okay. Yep, good. We, we paused long enough. Um. To um yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I will say this though, he did kill off the like the 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 Warriors three or whatever like immediately when Hela shows up. So that was the. Uh, the reason I was okay uh, with except that was for because.
2: Lady oh yeah. He, he we just didn't see her, but the reason I was okay with that. Is because you had spent two other movies showing your audience they meant nothing. Um so it was yeah, like it, it made true. sense that like you just ended that's, it where like they just they just died. <laughs> <yeah>. Let's <laughs> who get cares? These
0: fuckers out of the way. Like you've already right, made like, who killed. cares?
2: <laughs> exactly. Right. No one cares. Um but all right, right. let's let's move on to another rumor that was actually um kinda you know, disproven. Um the rumor of Michael Walker, uh rumored to be playing King Shark. Apparently, Michael went on Facebook uh, to come out and say that it's about him joining the Suicide Squad is not true. Again, I will tell fans who still vindicated hearing that for the <laughs> a billionth time, actors never tell you the truth. You hear it from the studio first, the director first, then the actor. You never hear it from the actor first, unless it's like Will Smith that got a role, and of course they're going to let him tell you. Um, but like no, you usually never actors always lie. Like they they never come out and go, oh yeah, this movie doesn't film. So like later this year or next year, I'm gonna go ahead and be the guy that spoils it. Yeah, I'm I'm in it. I'm King Shark. No, never yeah, I mean, I think, so he
0: could still yeah, be I think, lying. I think the biggest the biggest example of that is like, you know, pretending he was going to be Batman, still be Batman for like two years before you know he finally said, no, I'm not.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So to me, they lie. That is just what they do. It's in their contract, honestly. Yeah. If we're being real. Um, but Nick, uh, your thoughts on if he were playing King Shark? Um, your thoughts on it, and with him saying that he's not, is there any other character you would have liked to have seen Michael uh, Roker portray?
0: Huh. I don't know. Um, I I first of all, I just love the notion of like Michael Roker um, being involved in any capacity with James Gunn because, like, dude, he he got so much from him out of the Yondu character in a two-movie mm-hmm. arc and, like, dude, his, like, from beginning to end, like, it, and really in both movies, in beginning and end to both of those movies, um, really fucking just made that character something, like, so important um, that, you know, it's kind of unexpected. Again, kind of like you were saying, Juwan goes back to writing because <laughs> um, Yondu could have easily been kind of a throwaway character that just you know never got the, the shine that he needed. But because of good writing, um, he definitely did. Um, great performance uh, in both of those movies, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see him involved with that. As far as him playing King Shark, um, was it was it. Idris Elba that we were talking about, I can't remember who it was. We were talking about somebody, um, different characters that some actor could play. Um, uh, it may have been Idris Elba. It may have been somebody else. But King Shark got brought up, and I was like, I do not want Idris Elba to play King Shark. Like, that was fucking no. Um, but as far as Michael Rooker, um, I I wouldn't mind that at all. Like, I, I think you could definitely pull that off. I think his voice... Um, He's got a very like interesting voice, um, uh, that I think could like kind of fit there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I would love it. Uh, and as far as if he's not playing King shark, any other character, I mean, I don't, I don't know that much about, you know, the, all the various suicide squad characters. Um, but I, I mean, I would pretty much be happy with anything that they cast him as, um, just because we have such a good track record, uh, between, uh, how he works with James Gunn.
2: Yeah, that that's my exact uh mindset. I know King Shark a lot of people were saying for possibly Batista between that and um and Bane. Um I I will say this, like if Batista does get the role in Suicide Squad, which I don't think he can cuz I think they said he's filming something else around the time they're filming Suicide Squad. Um if they did Bane, and Bane was not historically accurate, um, I'd have a huge, it'd be a waste. Like, you finally got a guy whose build is big enough for you to portray a big, huge Bane. I would say, you know what, just no one ever uses character ever again. No one knows how to do him. Um, but as far as Michael playing King Shark, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. He could be King Shark. He'd be Killer Croc. You could say the Killer Croc that exi- doesn't exist anymore since that seems to be the thing. Um, you know, you can play anyone, really. I don't have a specific person I'd like to see him play. King Shark just works uh because it's like you painted him blue and put a fin on his head and you made him yondu um which it's funny because he was way cooler than the yondu in the comics ever was um I believe the yondu in the comics actually had a bow and arrow um rather than just the the whistling arrow that he had um in the movie so yeah I agree with you James Gunn and Michael Roker working together great track I think James
0: Gunn I honestly think James Gunn made all of these characters way cooler than any of them were in the comics. <laughs> like, no one are, I'll say no the only one, one I disagree of on before that movie,
2: the only one I disagree on is Star Lord. I still to this day have no idea why his guns aren't the elemental guns. it, 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 it baffles my brain. Um, it's just the easiest thing to do, and it was like the one thing you just like. I still to this day have no idea what his guns do and how it 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 hurts anyone. Like, I, what do they do? That is my biggest issue with Star Lord.
0: Um, but again, that's just yeah, I don't being a, a crybaby. Old uh, sweaty. Because like I was, I'm just like I don't, I, was, yeah, I don't worry about that, that at all. There are other well, ultra no, sweaty things that I worry about, but that is not one of them.
2: The um, to me in the comics, his gun had like the the elements, like wind, fire, earth. Uh, uh, you know, um, war, like he yeah. can freeze you from his gun. So like, I was just like, that yeah. All I always thought that would be cool to see on the big screen, only for us to get a gun that looks cool. The design of it is great. A, what does it do, though, is what they never
0: said. It just, just shoots lasers. Oh, that is so irking.
2: Uh, but, right, let's move on <laughs> to another rumor we got from Suicide Squad, our last one before we move on to other news. Um, According to a new report from Omega Underground, Suggest Benicio del Toro might be returning with director James Gunn as one of the main villains in the Suicide Squad. Um, I'd love to say like this is like earth-shattering news that, that I love. Um, the only thing that bothers me is if they use Benicio del Toro, even though we just said they don't care about continuity. To me, that's my racial ghoul for whoever your Batman is. Ooh.
1: That's the guy
2: that is the guy right there right there
0: um why can't why like, can't he be the villain though
2: because i don't know how that makes sense like we, we, i don't know the plot of this movie so like if you do pass him as um uh ray Shah again i'm of course on board with it i just don't know how it ties into the the story enough for me to go yeah that, like that makes sense like whenever we hear what the story is i can then be like on then board we with can, it. yeah right right um, um God, yeah, he would amazing, be a
0: great Ra's al Ghul, man. Like, that would an be amazing great.
2: one. And especially if your Batman is going to be young. Picture the first time Batman meets Rachel Ghoul. Like that to me is like, oh, I can picture it in my brain. Um, You don't even need Talia. Talia could work. Um, I just don't need to see Talia um, in the first uh interaction between them. Because I have that yep. Dark Knight Rises. It's too close to that. Um, and you would go the route of her seducing him only to then screw him over to bring him to her father. I don't necessarily want that. It's kind of along the lines of what Dark Knight Rises did. Kind of space right. that away. Space. I'd rather them actually fall in love and them not knowing, like she not knowing Bruce is Batman, he not knowing that's Rachel Gould's daughter. That would be way cooler. Um, that would make be cooler. it. Better. Yeah, don't make it to where she's screwing him over. It's been – we've been there. We've done that. I'd rather her be torn by the end of the yeah, movie for loyalty of
0: her father and her maybe love she's for she's excommunicated by the League of Shadows for not I being would love that. dedicated enough. And then, you know, obviously she desperately wants the approval of her father, but she doesn't – maybe that happens before. Before he even, before Bruce even becomes Batman, you know, and then, yeah, it's like, uh, I like where your he head's at. I like the storytelling.
2: Yeah, because I, I would love it to where Batman, not Bruce, Batman, is standing face-to-face with Ra's al Ghul, Um and then, right like, she comes from behind him, and he sees, knowing who that is, he sees her, um, and she yeah. has no idea who he is, and then they have that moment to where they're they're in battle together, whatever, Ra's al is trying to to get Batman on side, and then he unmasks, and then she sees it, and then it's just like she feels betrayed. She doesn't know what to do. Her loyalty to her father, her love for Bruce. Picture perfect, Matt Reeves. I just gave you your first movie. Um, but then, <laughs> topic at hand, um, your thoughts on the possibility of Benicio del Toro joining the cast of Suicide Squad? Is possibly. Here's the most interesting thing that I want. I want to kind of focus in on my question to you. They're saying he's one of the main villains. How would you yeah. feel if the Suicide Squad had two to three villains?
0: Oh, I feel great about it. I mean, I think, I, personally, like the uh, again, like I don't want to like beat a dead horse here, but like, uh, you know, I've said for a, a long time that that they should take the excerpt out of Suicide Squad Volume Three. Um, where they are essentially trying to uh, stop a character known as the General from, you know, mass producing this biological um, weapon. Um, that always that that just makes so much sense for a Suicide Squad plot. Um, and you could easily incorporate Deathstroke into that. Like, see, that's where I would like Deathstroke to not be part of the Suicide Squad. I would like him to be one of the people they have to go up against. Um, and so, if you had uh you know uh Benicio del Toro playing the general or or maybe you could pick a different character, but you kind of use borrow from that storyline um but then work you know work in that he's hired Slade Wilson as you know essentially um uh like an assassin and personal bodyguard and all that kind of shit um as his mercenary if you will um i like that's what I would like to see um cause I think that would work brilliantly and you could set up, um, maybe some kind of rivalry, um, between, you know, Slade and, um, uh, you know, the existing, uh, members of the suicide squad. So if you then incorporate him into the suicide squad later, he you know, he's essentially like, uh, you know, uh, there's this, this, this tension there, I guess. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, as far as Benicio Del Toro, dude, I, I would love for him to be a part of this movie. He's a, he's a fantastic actor. Um, and, like, again, somebody else who has worked with James Gunn in a very small capacity within that movie. Um, but, uh, you know, I think he would be awesome. Like, I I, I, I would, you know, a lot of these casting decisions – um, or these casting rumors, I guess I should say. Um, like we don't oftentimes we don't get a character attached to uh, you know, who the actor might be playing. Um and so it's it's hard to assess it from that that point of view without knowing who they're gonna play. Um but like I mean I, I totally think you 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 know could make it uh um I what I, I, I totally think that he will be great if you cast him as one of your villains, no matter who the villain is. Um if it was Reza Ghul, like that would be fucking awesome. Uh I don't expect it to be that, but like, you know, I, I would certainly take the field over that. Um but no matter who no matter you know, no matter who he ends up playing, I would be I would feel pretty confident that he's going to deliver a great role. And like, dude, like um like he like he like he just his acting shots, especially when it comes down to playing a villain or even just like a a very flawed character in general um like i would i would say um you know his character in sicario um yeah. is such a fucking great performance um his character in the hunted i don't know if you've ever seen that with Tommy Lee no. Jones, um, dude, you you should check that movie out. It's so fucking good. Um, but like, he's kind of the villain in that, but not really. Like he's it's very much like his role in Sicario. So like that that is what I would like to see. Like um, that, the the thing that I think that Benicio del Toro brings to um, the villainous or or like quote unquote even if they're not maybe the villain within the story like. But like inherently bad characters, like evil people. Um, he shows some signs of humanity and motive. Um, and he, um, I mean, a lot of that probably has to do with the writing and how he chooses the characters that he wants to play. But he's really fucking good at it when you give him that kind of meat to his role. Um, and so that's kind of how that. Um, what that spells out to me like if he's going to be playing one of the bad guys or the main bad guy or whatever like you're going to get a lot of context and a lot of um, uh, a lot of reasoning as to why he's doing what he's doing uh, which you know is, is you know something that a lot of times we talk about Marvel you know despite making really solid movies misses the boat on um, probably more often than not Um And that you know, even DC, uh, you know, gets right from time to time, but they're not great at it either. They don't have the best track record of it. Um, But it's just something that's really hard to do when you're focusing on this, you know, your quote unquote superhero character. Um, And you know, I would like to see him portraying a character um, that has that motivation that's clear and set out. You know, I, you know, Ie, you're like your Thanos uh, from Infinity War, or uh you know joker from the dark knight you know
2: yeah i mean it, it, see what you were saying ab- about describing benicio del toro as playing a torn individual so so well um is that most of the iterations that we that we read of rasoul ghoul is Rachel ghoul just wanting to kind of set out the bad in the world but he does it mm-hmm. by killing um right. and in the end
0: arc. right is right. not, not uh, – Dana's from the comics. is from Infinity War.
2: From the movies, right. Yeah. Let's be specific right. about that. Um, yeah. But what I'm picturing in my mind is watching people who aren't comic book readers experience that moment to where it looks like Bruce is about to beat Ra's al Ghul, and, and he's begging him to kill him. And he's like, kill me, please. Kill me and take over the league. Um, And then you getting that that kind of that, – that feeling that Bruce has to where it's like, should I – I could do it so much better and I wouldn't have to kill. Right. But no, I don't want to kill you to then be able to do that. Um and then that's you trying of get a great get that... what
0: if comic right there, man. Oh, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. What if Bruce took over <laughs> like, the League of Shadows? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um that would be that'd be a Assassin, great read. By
2: the way. League of Shadows, I think, was what the movie did. Um League of Assassins, Right. right, right. I think they're called. Um, but yeah, seeing that but see, that's what's important about the casting of Bruce, is because I have to feel that. Um, and that's why if Ben was there, Ben and Benicio I think would have been great, uh, even though they're around the yeah. same age. It's like, wait, no, how are you no, recruiting no. me?
0: <laughs> Benicio del is older than Ben Affleck. Not by oh, like, really? An, 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 yeah, not by like a crazy – like not – I don't think the age difference is like the same between like, say, Liam Neeson and – and uh Christian Bale, but I I I think Benicio is like probably about ten years been senior.
2: Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Then yeah, that that I could still be cool. wrong.
0: I could be wrong, but I no, I, think I do so. think
2: I I think you're right. I definitely do think you're right. Um, it, just the acting between the two of them, the acting between Ben versus Idris, like Ben just messed up a lot because we could have gotten so many great. Surrounding Um, cast members to go around him. They just would have made that Batman movie. Snyder and
0: and Warner Brothers messed up a lot because this is kind of shit they should have done from the fucking beginning. Yeah, that is very true.
2: If we had pumped out three Batman movies before Justice League and BVS, we would have been straight. Um, But yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I agree with you. He's not going to be Ray Shaw Gold. I can say that almost definitively, but a man can dream. Um, let, let's move on to some of our other topics. Um, we got breaking news, not now, but it was breaking news. Richard Madden from Game of Thrones has joined Marvel's mm-hmm. The Eternals and will play Icarus. Uh, this is via Variety and The rap, so in case people are like, oh, uh, you know, do they know what they're talking about? Yes, it's from Variety and we know that they're, they're, they're the gospel. Um, yeah. Nick, your thoughts on Richard Madden playing uh, Icarus?
0: Dude, I fucking love this. Like I've kind of been waiting like like who like what's going to be cuz Richard Madden, he, you know, he was obviously very um prominent in the first 3 seasons of Game of Thrones. Um since then, he's done some stuff, but like nothing that's been like really big. Like nothing that's been like um like a game changer as far as his career. And I
2: I've I would
0: say given
2: yeah. I will say really quickly to that. I said the same to Joel. According to Joel, he won awards for the bodyguard that's that's on Netflix. Um I don't know what awards they are, but he said he did get yeah. awards for it. Um it and was that's, reviewed that's very fine. well.
0: So. Yeah, and that's fine, but like it's not a game changer. Like maybe it's a no, game I, I changer agree. in the sense in the sense that like doing that movie got him this role. Um, so like a game changer for his career, but not a game changer as far as putting him like on a, um, a platform on a level for, you know, like a really broad audience who's not just into like, you know, a crime drama thing on Netflix. Um, you know, it's a, it's a a much bigger deal. Um, and you know, I, I think that, I've always thought that he's got the acting chops. He's to me one of the best actors out of the bunch that has come out of Game of Thrones. Like I've said before, like I'm really not you know, Dane and I have had arguments about this. Like I really don't think Amelia Clark's like a great actress. I don't think Sophie Turner's like a great actress. They're fine. Um but we've seen what they're willing or what they're what they're at, at least at this point in their career able to do outside of Game of Thrones. And like, dude, Amelia Clark was not a good Sarah Connor, um, and and sure, part of that is the writing, but part of that was just she she was miscast. Um, I've never thought that Sophie Turner was you know the 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 best choice to play Jean Grey. Um, I so I I I've kind of always hung my hat on that, I guess. Um, but as far as Richard Madden, I think he is just he's got that it factor and I think um uh you know um like way more so than, than say even like Kit Harrington um who, you know, I, I is fine as John Snow. Um he does a good job. Um but I even him I I don't think he's like a great actor. I think Rich Madden is a great actor and I think he's gonna be kind of the one to come out of all of these game of thrones actors to be like the actor that is like damn dude yeah he's really fucking good he's like the next big thing um obviously jason momoa has already kind of taken that step with aquaman and other stuff but he's again he's not really a great actor he's just a joy to watch on screen there's a difference you know um but uh and and that you know has its purpose as well um but no, I'm I'm super excited. Um, the fact that he's going to have like such a prominent role, uh, obviously Icarus being a very big player um, in this storyline, uh, is going to be awesome to like see how that plays out. Um, so yeah, man, dude, I'm fucking super excited. I'm I'm super happy for Richard Madden. Um, I think he deserves it, and I'm I'm glad that you know he he's kind of picking this up, and I I'll be interested to see what it leads to. Um, uh, One thing of note, he has also kind of been on the, I guess, mentioned shortlist as far as potential uh, actors who could play Bond, who could play the next Bond after Daniel Craig, Um, and I think he'd be a very interesting choice for that. I think he would work very well. He wouldn't necessarily be my first choice. Um, My first choice is definitely Henry Gavel, Um, but I think he would be… Um, I I I I think there's reason to believe that he would bring even maybe a little bit more to that role than Henry Cavill. Um, and yeah, I would I I I think I would I would love to see that as well if if that's the you know the direction they end up going.
2: I will say, as far as your your comment about the best actor to come from Game of Thrones, I think when it comes to Amelia Sophie. Uh, Massey, um, and uh, Kit, I feel the same about them that I felt about Charlie Hunnam um, to where he comes from a great series um, and then like his first few cracks at like the, the big screen aren't maybe not the best um, but I don't think that defines him he just had a movie with um, the guy who did uh, Freddie Mercury um, and it, it showcased how great of an actor Charlie Hunnam is
0: uh, the I same still way need I think to see Sons of Anarchy The Lost did. City of Z, because I've heard great fucking things about it. I don't know if that's the movie you're talking about, but I've heard great things about that I don't think so. Movie, no. And
1: mm-hmm. well,
0: he's the lead in that movie, and uh, that's one that I really want to see. Um, and he's, and I think even before um, Sons of Anarchy came out, he was in a movie called um, Green Street Hooligans, um, mm-hmm. and he's fucking amazing in that movie. Like he's definitely the like and Elijah Woods in that movie and does a great job um but he is by far the best part of that movie
2: right i, I sometimes I kind of feel like and again w- we put a lot of emphasis on this, but it's it's it really shouldn't be that big. It's the equivalent of saying like um you know uh you know a great player has to be in a great organization with a great coach, and it, at some point right. it's kind of like a great player overtakes all that like. It's more important to be a great player than it is to be in all of those other great situations. Sure. Um, right. But to me, I kind of feel like Kit just needs something that, that kind of works for him. Amelia, I don't think Terminator should be necessarily held against her. I will give you she wasn't like great in it, um, but it just was a bad movie. should have never been made. Um, same way I don't blame uh, Sam Worthington for Salvation. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like I kind of think they need something that they're comfortable with. I personally didn't like Apocalypse, nor did I, li- uh, nor do I think I'm going to like um, Dark Phoenix. So I don't know. But to me, I never really got much from Sophia Turner from Game of Thrones. Um, so that's why seeing her and not really caring oh, much about her from right those two the movies, um, I-, I just never watch her on Game of Thrones and go, you know what? She's gonna crush it in a movie of her own. Like I just never got that feeling. I'm not saying she's not. I just never got that feeling.
0: Um, but yeah, I do I think, think sometimes. Oh, go ahead. I think her subtleties. I think her subtleties are as an actress are are, are a little bit better than say Amelia Clark or Kit Harrington. Um, but um, I I I just don't think she's on the level of like Richard Madden or Lena he- Hetty. Like th- those two are the ones that I'm like, holy, like these are fucking great actors.
2: Fair enough. I I do think Kit and Amelia have it. Um, I, I just think Amelia's first crack at it wasn't the smartest. Um, but to me in Hollywood, you learn to sometimes not just say yes to everything. Um, and I think yeah, that was that's, that's one of the biggest issues Idris Elba has that he says yes to everything. Um, and, and, it, and it doesn't work like Idris Elba to me isn't the kind of actor that Samuel is. So where Samuel Jackson has like eight red box movies a year, um, but he's Samuel Jackson, so like it doesn't matter. Um Aegis <clears throat> Elba isn't there yet. So it's like you should probably stop saying yes to like half the stuff you say yes to. Um but luckily yeah. for him, he DJs and raps apparently. So
0: it's like he could care less oh, about wow. it. Um dude. Yeah, so. And he's like probably arguably the best man best looking man on the earth. Like, dude, that guy's kind of everything going for him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So modeling could be on, on his short list. So, you know, yeah, he could do any uh um, GQ. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let, let's move on. According to Disney Studios, um, they uh, when they released their schedule, um, New Mutants is looking to have a release um, on the four, uh, 4-3-2020. Now, this mm. is meaningless to me because it should just be scrapped at this point. Um, for you to tell me that it was supposed to come out this year, now it's coming out next year, then next year it'll, you'll tell me it'll come out the year after – <laughs> Throw it in the garden. I have no interest in seeing this Just
0: movie. Just put it, it on Hulu. Years. Just put it on Hulu. Like I don't, I don't know what you're gonna get. Like they're not gonna do reshoots at this point, are they? Like that, that doesn't. I think make they sense already sense have. I think they are, well, okay, they have yeah, done I, their no, reshoots. no, no, no. I know they have, but like you don't need that long to be able to like tie a movie together. Um oh, And no. like from from, I think from what like Joel told me like. They, you know, they they ran the original movie, and then it 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 didn't fare as well as they wanted with test audiences. So they did the reshoots, and then they recut it, and then they showed that, and then it did even worse with test audiences. Like, dude, at this point, just put it together. Try to put the best movie that you can together. Fuck a test audience. Who cares? Just put like, just put whatever you think is. Let the director take all of it and try to piece together um from everything that's been shot, like the story that he wanted to tell, the best, you know, version of it, which is probably just the first cut, and just drop it on fucking Hulu. Like I don't you're not going to make you're not going to make the money up that it's gonna cost you to go back and re edit it again and then to delay it and then, you know, release it in twenty twenty when it's going up against actual MCU movies. <laughs> like Dude, you're not doing yourself any favors here, Disney. Like, I know you inherited this, but, like, dude, just fucking, like, I, I agree with Joelle. Take the original cut, and just, or maybe it was Kanan, but whoever said it. Take the original cut, drop it on Hulu, and call it a fucking death.
2: To me, my biggest issue is if you're Disney, like, like you just said, th- this movie isn't under your belt. So what you right. shouldn't do is release it in the same year of movies that are under your belt um right to me just release it now get it over with you spent no money on it you have no ties to it put it out now um which is the equivalent of throwing it in the garbage and just let it do Mm -hmm. what it does like no one no one's gonna blame you no one's gonna say oh this is disney's first blunder um but if you the longer you wait the longer people are gonna go isn't doesn't disney own fox now like is this disney's movie like this is horrible
0: I don't think I see. I don't even think they're gonna say that. I think what it's gonna be like is more like, "Fuck!" Even Disney couldn't fix this movie, Um, and it's basically like, just avoid any of that conversation going on, and just fucking take the original cut, release like a presser saying, "Yeah, you know, we thought about it. You know, we, you know, obviously this isn't something that you know is gonna be a long term thing, but we know a lot of fans." Uh, you know that are fans of our movies we're also you know fans of this movie, and we're excited for it, so you know we're just gonna let the director put his original cut together um and 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 you know trust um essentially trust his uh vision and we're gonna you know release it on hulu and we hope you enjoy it and that's it that's all folks like fucking leave it at that and like let's get on with our lives like i like it, it, no one's gonna go see this movie in theaters in 2020. It's just not gonna fucking happen. No one's gonna go see the movie in theaters, like now. It's just it it's it, just like with Dark Phoenix. Like it, it's and even to a greater degree than Dark Phoenix. So at least with Dark Phoenix, it's like well, you know, I kind of want to see like how they you know put a you know a book in on to these you know actors and uh, the characters that they play that we've seen for a long time and. Um, I you know I have an interest in that. I, I really like James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and you know I, I I would like to see you know how they how they you know close out these characters, um, but like th- these characters we have no vested in interest in. So, like what? No, we're not. We don't care.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm or the biggest option you have is and you throw it in the garbage. Um, I will forever say that.
0: Yeah, that, that,
2: that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't have <laughs> like, any.
0: You have literally no sunken cost into this movie, like,
2: None. you know. I don't know why you're stressing yourself so much. Maybe they're not stressing themselves. Right. Maybe they truly don't care, but it doesn't show it. Each time I see this movie continue to get pushed, it shows that you're obviously looking for something, whether that's for you to fix things, or that's for you to finalize things, or whatever. This movie should have came out two years ago, or a year ago, wh- whenever the first trailer dropped. Who knows? It, yeah. Now it kind of I seems think it like was... it was...
0: A, I want to say it was originally like February of twenty eighteen maybe it's February of this year um but yeah, I mean it was it was supposed to come out like a, at the very at the very least February of this year,
2: yeah, so just throw it in the garbage um our last topic, um John Wick director Chad stowski, I think that's how you pronounce his name, hopefully when we interview him, like he can say it better um has revealed that Lana <laughs> and Lily wachowski are indeed working on a fourth matrix film um th- th- this is heartbreaking uh mainly because i hated revolutions um but
0: nick what are your thoughts oh i totally agree i i mean i didn't really even like the second one i know there's some staunch defenders out there of it but um i i think it's funny because you know we talk about um especially like in this day and age with youtube being at its height and um speculation running rampant um you know how people had you know game of thrones built up in their head as a you know to to um have the final season go a certain way or um the last jedi to you know play out a certain way um i was living this fucking life like long before the fucking internet cuz when i watched the first matrix like i was just blown away like oh my fucking god like just fucking loved it and like had all of these notions in my head like dude like Oh my god, the fucking possibilities of like what they could do with this. Like they just set everything up like crazy. And, you know, when I got when we got the second and third movies I was just like, Yeah, that's not what I would have done <laughs> at all. <laughs> like um so I guess I you know, even I'm guilty of it. Uh but um yeah, I mean I I, I don't I don't ultimately I just don't I don't think you you need to add on to this story. I like I'm not I'm not necessarily against it I'm just
2: I'm wondering
0: like it's been a while since they've had a successful movie part of me wonders if they're like well you know we could tell a we have a like a cool story that we could tell for um for the matrix um and you know um like does it need to be told no but like people aren't exactly like rushing out to give us um you know, uh, uh, you know, to to fund the movies that we've been making, um, and you know, I I guess I feel like there that, that I don't want to sell them short, but I I feel like that's got to be some kind of factor here because let's face it, like, um, uh, Jupiter Ascending, like that was a huge flop. I actually enjoyed it. I will defend that movie. Um, like I don't I don't think it's like great. But uh, I don't. I don't think it's terrible. Like I've watched it probably two or three times. Um, uh, I've watched it one time all the way through, and then part of it two or three more times. Um, and I think it's fine. Like I, I. I don't have any big problems with it. Um, there's some pacing issues, and there, there's definitely some issues in it. Um, but I. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's like a terrible movie. Um, like it's definitely not the the giant piece of crap that a lot of people say it is in my opinion um but uh you know that being said it was it was a terrible flop they have not had a success since I mean they didn't even direct V for Vendetta I don't think I think there were just producers on it Burn without reading make, I think they did right Burn, burn after reading
2: Oh, burn after reading. Was it that? No, yeah, no, no. That,
0: that was the that was the Cohen brothers. Um, so Cohen no, that brothers. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I can't remember. I don't think they've really had any like big successes since The Matrix. Um, as far as what they've directed. Again, I could be wrong. They they may have directed, but I feel like I feel like I recently. And I want to say recently. Make maybe like a year and a half ago. Like found out that they didn't actually direct. Be for vendetta that they were just like heavily involved in it as producers, Um, but uh, but yeah, like I I don't I don't know, like it it seems like they're just like trying to dip into the well to get back in the good graces of Hollywood um, with a property that they know at least will make money, uh, you know, so that they can you know get themselves in position to you know once again get the money they need to make other properties um that's i just my my kind of punch drunk um uh opinion on that
2: yeah. <clears throat> excuse me Yeah, since Jupiter ascending cloud atlas speed racer v for vendetta they they're noted as as directors i i believe is is what i'm seeing here. okay um so yeah, since,
0: but yeah v for vendetta although i will say this speed racer fucking awesome movie i will die on that hill like jupiter I, ascending I, I, like i say this it's, it's fine Speed Racer this, is a this, fucking masterpiece.
2: This hill you're dying on, I just want you to know that's how strongly I feel for Valerian. Um, Speed Racer to me <laughs> okay. was just I, – I, I, I was actually talking to <laughs> Joel about Speed Racer. I didn't think it was horrible at all. I thought you made like a couple blunders casting-wise. Um, but it, just, it was one of those things where it was just like I never thought I would want to see Speed Racer live action. Um, but it was a beautiful world. It's so world. good, I, though. I thought they did a lot of good things with it. I also like the mystery guy at the end. I can't remember his actual name. Um uh, Racer uh, X. Racer X. Um, there was a lot they did good about that movie, more so than they did wrong yes. about that movie. I, I will say yes. that. I will definitely say that.
0: Um, but the, Dude, the hill you die in the dying you know, on like for ending Jupiter's of that ending? movie when he when like everything goes to like the surreal like in and like you know his, his car is coming over the finish line or whatever and like the. the it has this, like, pixelation breakdown and all the shit. Like, dude, it's a trippy fucking visually speaking. Like, it's a trippy fucking movie. Like, um, it, it, it looks just fucking splendid.
2: Yeah, and, and I will say that the hill you're dying on for, like I said, Jupiter Ascending, I feel the same about Valerian that people constantly just shit on, like, all the time. I did not think that movie was anywhere as bad as people were putting – I sometimes think I've never people seen forget – so. I'll say this. There was a movie, let's see if you know the name, Gerard Butler, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. That movie exists. You can't tell me Jupiter Ascending or Valerian was worse than that. That movie was god-awful. I The don't,
1: don't not movie? movie. That is.
2: Remember that Egyptian
0: movie? Oh, um... Gods of Egypt, or... Gods the, of um, Egypt, yep. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yep.
2: That was trash.
0: Yeah, that I never saw it, trash. but I... T- I've heard it was truly bad, yeah, really truly bad.
2: Um, so don't tell me that those movies are bad. I will say, as far as the Wachowskis, Cloud Atlas was pretty bad.
0: But yeah, I've heard mixed things about that movie. I've never seen it, but I've heard people who like swear by it and say it's amazing, and then I've heard other people being like, "Oh my god, it's so fucking boring, It's so long," and like, um, so I, you know, I don't know. I'd have to see it for myself.
2: I wouldn't even say boring. It's just bad. Like, boring, I can do it. <laughs> um, I did want to say one last thing um, w- with the Disney slate that we got. Um, I want to do this rather quickly. We only got, like, three minutes left. Um, we got a few dates. I wanted to put movies to date and get your thoughts on them. So we got May 1st, 2020, November 6th, 2020, February 12th, 2021, May 7th, 2021, November 5th, 2021, February 18th. 2022, May 6, 2022, July 29th, 2022. All right. Jesus so I'm going to start with. I know. I know. I know, Nick. Th- th- there's no rest for them. All right. So I'm going to start with May 1st, 2020, Black Widow, November 6th, yeah. uh, 2020, Doctor Strange 2. Um, I, uh, I think they're secretly filming that. I honestly do. I, I somehow, I think they're honestly, I would put the Eternals
0: um, there, but sh- sure. Uh, I mean,
2: okay. Even if you wanted to do that, fine. I would switch Dr. Strange with, with, um, Eternals cause I have Eternals 2021. So I could switch those. I okay. can uh, honestly yeah. switch those. That's fine. Um, so we got those three. Now. May 7th, 2021, I think it's Black Panther 2. Um, November that makes sense. Uh, 5th. 2021, I think, will be Shang-Chi. By the way, I do want to say this because I heard people say it before. Do not continue to put Black Panther in the month of February. The first time we got it, it was historical. It was great. Don't continue that trend. Like You don't have to tell me the only time I get my Black character is during Black History Month. It doesn't need to be Um so. November 5th, 2021, Shang-Chi. February 18th, 2022, Guardians 3. May 6th, Makes sense. 2022, Captain Marvel 2. And the last one mm-hmm. that's a shocker that Joelle told me is impossible it's happening, but I'm sticking with it, Nick. July 29th, 2022, Avengers 5. Tell me your
0: thoughts. Uh, I like where your head's at for the, you know, the majority of those. Um, like I said, I, I think we have the small discrepancy with the Eternals. Um, but I like where yeah. you have that with all the other ones. As far as the – the you said what? That was a 2022 release date. Um, they, they've got to – by that time, they've got to have like done a Fantastic Four movie. Like, I just – I can't imagine them not um, like, ha- introducing that before they do the next Avengers movie. So I agree with you. Well, you're fucking great.
2: <laughs> Here's the main reason I'm sticking to that. I believe – because, again, I, I have to take him at, at, at his word according to Kevin Feige before this fox deal they already had the next 7 years planned out um so right. i could completely see fantastic four coming at um coming in at uh 2023 i could see that following year being fantastic four i could see the events of that avengers movie leading into fantastic four or or, or x-men so that's the only reason why i would put another avengers movie out before I did Fantastic Four, but again, same thing with the Eternals and and um and Doctor Strange too. It's a fundamental difference that we have because you're just saying, all right, you're just saying Fantastic Four X Men should be before the Avengers movie. You're not saying we won't have an Avengers movie within the next five years. So if that's what the fundamental yes. difference is, I would agree with that. Right. Um, but before we we end the show, I do want to say really quickly, Nick, um, who's who do you think lives, Daenerys, Cersei? Who you going with tonight?
0: Um, man, I don't even fucking know. I think Cersei's dead. I think Daenerys. Yeah. I think, I think she lives to, to, to play out her arc of is she going to be the mad queen or not? I, I think that you know we, we debated with last season's episode uh, or last, last during last season they were really yeah. trying to like set up this narrative of, like, Arya and Sansa being, like, at, uh, at odds with one another. Um, and that ultimately, they were playing that for, you know, the, um, the it factor of, of the reveal of us, like, finding out that they were actually plotting together. I kind of expect something to that degree uh, with, with um, Daenerys. I, I don't think she's going to be the bad queen. I think they're setting it up to um, essentially fake left.
2: I agree. I also don't think any of the main important characters die tonight either. I think someone like the hound oh, or I someone think like Cersei's that is dead. I I honestly oh yeah, okay. Alright. You know what? I bet. Yeah, Cersei. Um, but that's all we got for you guys. Nick, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you all Indeed, for listening sir. to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. Till next week. Peace.
1: Peace.